Okay. Hi. Hi, everybody. It's John, and uh, doing something very different here today. I am bringing on my daughter, Georgia. Hey, hustlers. <laughs> and uh, we're going to try and do something specific here. Um, Georgia is a big Kiss fan, and I'm responsible for that. And so um, she's been bugging me about coming on the podcast to count down our top five favorite Kiss songs. And I thought we could do that. However, I don't want to bar bother Yan or anyone else with any production on this. So we, we're going to try and freeform this without any editing. We're going to just try and make it as concise as possible. One big chunk of a recording. And we're going to put it out as quickly as we can. Probably here in a couple hours. And uh, we'll see what happens. So if you want to hear two people talk about Kiss, what's better than that? Here you go. And if you don't, you can just delete this. Uh, Georgia, tell us about yourself. Okay, so I am 12 years old. And I became a KISS fan when I was like five. And I remember I saw one of their albums when my dad was listening to them in the car. And I thought it was super weird that they were wearing a bunch of weird face paint. And so after that, I just kind of got interested in them. And then dad started collecting all of their CDs. And then I started listening to them. And here we are. Here we are. Do you want to scoot in a little bit? Sure. Okay. So what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try and play little snippets of the songs that we pick as our top five. And um, hopefully they just work their way into the recording because we're not going to go back afterwards and edit them in. Um, so let's start with our number five uh, picks. Um, why don't you go first? Why don't you tell us what your number five favorite Kiss song is? Okay. So my number five favorite Kiss song is Thrills in the Night. And, and what what album is this on? Animalize. Okay, let's let's play a little bit of Thrills in the Night for everybody. Come on now. Oh, I got my headphones plugged in. So I can't hear anything. Now, Georgia, while we're listening to this, why don't you tell us a little bit about why you like this song so much? Okay, so all of my favorite songs, except for one, have something in common. Oh. If you listen really closely in the chorus, you can hear Paul, and he's doing this really high-pitched voice, and it's so cool. And then with the guitars and everything, it's just, like, perfect. Perfect. Okay. Um, okay, I want to ask you more about that, but I feel like the chorus might be coming up here, so let's wait for a minute. Listen. Oh, here it comes. So great. That's great. Yeah. Okay. So that's number five. And you like that because in the chorus, you can hear Paul basically singing harmonies with himself. Yep. And his high-pitched voice that's kind of in the background. You love that. Yeah, it's really okay. cool. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with my number five. And, um, <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm, I'm just imagining the decibel geek people out there. Just, you don't know who they are. There's this popular podcast called Decibel Geek. And the, they talk about Kiss a lot. I'm sort of friendly with them. And uh, I imagine them laughing their guts out at my list because I feel like I'm picking a lot of wimpy stuff. And uh, as evidenced by my number five pick, which I got to be honest, is Forever. Let's listen oh, to a yeah. little bit of Forever. And the reason I love this song is because I just think it's one of the great hard rock monster ballads of the 80s. Now, in truth, this song was not... Uh, I think it was written by Michael Bolton and um, or he had a hand in it this any 80s rock band White Snake Skid Row any of those people could have had a big hit with this song but it happened to be Kiss I love it here we go 
There we go. I love at the end. I like this part too. Good. Okay. My favorite part is near the end of the song when he sings There's No Doubt in My Mind and he gives it more emphasis than he did before and you really feel it like there is no doubt in Paul's mind. I uh, I just think that's one of the great monster ballads of the era. It could have been done by anybody but it was done by Kiss and it's great. And I don't care what decibel geekers out there think about that. So, okay, let's talk about some of your history. Do you remember specifically which album it was that I was listening to that Turned you on to Kiss? Might because have, I think I do. It might have been Destroyer or... Really? Uh, uh, Dynasty. See, the one that I feel like... Because I remember this very well. So I'll give a little bit of my history on Kiss. I grew up knowing who Kiss was. Everybody did, you know. But I never felt compelled to really listen to them or buy any of their albums or anything like that. I was not paying really any attention to Kiss. And then um, around the time I was in college... I bought a live at a used record store because I thought, yeah, what the heck? Everyone should probably have a live in their in their collection. And I liked it. And uh, But it's never been the thing where it's like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I love everything that I'm hearing. Until much later. And then it sort of struck me one day, and I'm like this with a lot of music. It sort of hits me, and this was after seeing them, I think on De- David Letterman singing Modern Day Delilah, maybe? And uh, I had already, that's a good one too. Thank you. See, this is why I brought Georgia on here. She knows what she's talking about. Um, I had seen Kiss in concert on the reunion tour and I loved it. I didn't know what half the songs were. And, but it just occurred to me one day, why don't I own every Kiss album? There's no reason not to. They're a lot of fun. These songs are great. They're a fun band to talk about and chew on. And so I started buying all of their albums. And I remember specifically driving around with you and Graham and Eddie, and you're all little tiny kids. Eddie may not have even been born yet. And uh, I had rock or roll, rock and roll over uh-huh. in the car, in the van, and you and Graham picking up that CD case and just like, what is this? <laughs> you, it not, it, the, and that's the thing. Kiss has become this thing that we do as a family, you know? Not mom so much. <laughs> 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 you should see her face. Not mom at all. But anyway, the rest of us, they, they, for a while there, Kiss became this thing that like me and you guys, we all got to kind of do together. Don't you think? Yeah. 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 Um, how many times have you seen Kiss in concert? Twice. Why don't you tell us about them? So the first time I went, um, I went with my brother Graham and we got there and it was in the middle of this like carnival happening around it. And we go in there and we get in our seats and I remember we can barely see. So Graham and I stand up on the chairs mm-hmm. and Graham's just kind of sitting there listening to the music. He mostly just likes to look at the lasers and stuff. And I remember he loved War Machine. Mm-hmm. They played War Machine with like the dragon and the <laughs> fire and Graham loved that. But, but I was... Yeah, I like to stand up on the chair, and Graham just kind of stood there and marveled it. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was um, like chanting and stuff. And then I wonder how old you were. Ten, nine? No, I was younger. I think I was like eight. Really? Yeah. This was at uh, Frontier Days up in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Yeah. Every year they have like their big, you know, like everybody does, a big state fair or county fair or whatever. And they have, it goes on for a week or 10 days, and every night is some big band. And this night, the band was Kiss. And uh, mom got us tickets to that. So Cheyenne is probably about an hour and 15 minutes away from Denver. So the three of us drove up there, and um, we had to park in a parking lot and then take a shuttle bus to the fairgrounds. And um, there were millions of people there in Kiss t shirts. We didn't have great seats, but they were okay. And we saw Kiss for the first time. And you you embraced it. Graham seemed a little freaked out. <laughs> he probably was. <laughs> he was only like six or seven. Mm-hmm. And it was probably just like way too much for him. Probably. Probably so. Um, and then uh, what's the second time you saw Kiss? Uh, the second time was on their like fifth farewell tour or something <laughs> like that. And they came to Denver. <laughs> and... Uh, so we were like, me and dad went there. Um, I I decided instead of going on dates for a while, like 
like where we, me and one parent go out and do stuff. I wanted to go to a KISS concert and miss out on this other activity that I had. Mm -hmm. And I did. And it was so cool. And When was this? It. This was like a month or two yeah, ago. Yeah, I was... Yeah, yeah, we went. It was at the Pepsi Center here. We got kind of nosebleed seats, but they were still yeah. great. And um, it was a, it was so much fun, didn't you think? It was everything you would want. Yeah, it was so cool. Now, I want to talk more about that, but let's hear your number four pick. What is okay. it? My number four pick is Hide Your Heart on Hot in the Shade. <laughs> and whatever uh, Dad was talking about, I bet they're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's great that, uh, first of all, no, I, I, we might be the only two Kiss fans on Earth that have Hot in the Shade songs in our top five. That's one of my favorite albums. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I love my kids. <laughs> uh, now, does Paul do that thing with his voice on this one? Uh, High pitched? Yes, and then there's also this like part where they all sing together. Mm. And me and Grim. That's right. Na, 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 na. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that's the chorus. Okay, let's pipe down for a minute and we'll listen to the chorus of Hide Your Heart. It'll be here eventually. Love it. Love it. Not only do I love that song, I love that my 12-year-old daughter loves that song. <laughs> that song is the best. Good, cool. pick, good pick. Good pick. Um, I got to be honest. I We've been meaning to do this for weeks, and I kept putting it off because I just didn't have the time. I've always wanted to come up with my own like top 20 list of Kiss songs, and but it felt like it would be a lot of work because I'd want to go back and listen to every album. And I keep thinking, oh, I'll make time to do that, and I never do. So my list is not probably as comprehensive as I would have liked. I think there's probably a more detailed and, and uh, official list coming later, but this is the best I could think of kind of now. All right, number four is another song that I think the, the diehard Kiss fans probably hate. And that's Shandy. I God, love Shandy. Shandy's cool. <laughs> I love Shandy too. And I think the real the reason for that is that um, Unmasked is my favorite Kiss album. What's your favorite Kiss album? Uh, I think it's uh, Unmasked was up there. Um, now it's probably Hot in the Shade. Hot in the Shade. Yeah. Yeah. Do you prefer uh, the? No makeup era of Kiss or the yeah. makeup era? I like no makeup because that <laughs> is when Paul does the high pitch stuff and it's cool. <laughs> uh, I love it. So, yeah, I mean, I got to be honest. I love Shandy. I think it's a fun little power pop ballad in a way. Let me find it here. I'm playing songs off of my iTunes while we talk about them. Let's get a little Shandy in here. So good. And yes, I fully admit this does not sound like a Kiss song, but it's a great song for what it is. And I think, I'm, I personally am skeptical of anyone who thinks they're too cool to like Shandy or Unmasked. Let's listen to a little Paul. I love those ooze. Yeah. So good. Love it. All right. 
Now, if I'm honest about it, that song sounds more like a Doobie Brothers song probably than it does a Kiss song, but that maybe that's why I like it. I think it's great. Um, speaking of Doobie Brothers, we were going to talk about some of the other songs that I sort of forced you to listen to as you were growing up. <laughs> what was one of the songs that I sang to you all the time when you were a little baby? Black Waters. Black Water, yeah. yeah. Because it says, dance with your daddy all night long. <laughs> like to hear some funky Dixieland, pretty mama come and take me by the hand. So yeah, when you were a little kid and I'd put you on my lap and we'd do patty cake, I would always sing that song to you. What's another, what was our song when you were a baby? Solid. Yeah. By who? Uh, I forget. Who is Solid by? Uh, that's a good question. It's Ashford and Simpson. Okay. And I'm going to, I think, play a little second of it on here. And for love's sake, each mistake. Are you having PTSD? <laughs> <laughs> Nightmares? <laughs> so when Georgia was a little baby, she's our oldest. And she was our, obviously, the only girl. Still is the only girl in our family. And I'd set you on my lap and we'd do patty cake. And then we had a little, here it comes. Now it's Remember? Yes. That's what we Thrill is still. So we would have, we had this whole little dance kind of thing that we would do while we did patty cake and uh, little hand gestures. I would hold your hands, we'd raise them up like we're cheering, we'd move back and forth like we were dancing. Here it comes. That is the best right there. Oh, uh, Georgia, I remember when you were a sweet little girl. What happened? I don't know. <laughs> Middle school. I guess. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know this, Georgia is taller than her mom. How tall uh, are you? I think I'm 5'8". And you're how old? 12. 12. And uh, that's probably my fault. <laughs> so, Jeez, yeah. Dad, how dare you? I know. I know. I'm sorry. Um, what are some of the other songs that we loved when you were a little kid? Uh, uh, The Look of Love. Ah, by who? I think it was ABC. Yeah, that was another one. Yeah. Um, We used to watch that video, and you mm-hmm. loved it when they, when the guy put the ice cream cone on his head. Yeah. Um, Another song that I remember very well from when you were a kid is Come As You Are by Peter Wolf. Do you remember the video where the guy jumps through the town the whole time? Do you remember this? Vaguely. I, oh. I, I know the song sounds familiar. The hmm. music video. Okay. Um, now, we got to play another song here because there is a kind of a trip-hop techno group called Olive oh. that I really like. And um, one time I was listening to their CD and I was listening to this song that's playing in the background right now called Muted. And do you remember what your reaction was? Yeah, so he kind of tortured us with it. And one time he played it, and I remember Graham kind of freaked out. I remember I ran out of the room, but then I tripped over a cord and fell on my face. And then Mom got mad at him. (laughs) So... (laughs) For whatever reason, this song scared you to death. Why? No, it's so weird. If you listen to it, it has just like that. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little freaky. Uh, it, it's like, it sounds like something that would happen before you see like something out of the paranormal. Yeah, well, so um, I guess the lesson there is to be careful when you listen to the band Olive around <laughs> your impressionable little kids, because they what they're listening to. Sounds good. Yeah, it's a a little freaky, but it's not too, too bad. Anyway. um, Okay. Now, for our lists, I personally eliminated solo albums. I did not factor them in. I didn't either. I had one that I wanted to include, but it it was on a solo album. Which one? So, (laughs) everybody's going to laugh at this, and it wasn't even on Paul's. (laughs) It was on Peter's, and it was I Can't Stop the Rain. Oh, yeah. 
That almost made your top five? It, it almost did. Yeah, it was close. Wow. Because uh, Love and Chains from Paul's would have made my top five. Yeah. In fact, that probably would have been number two. Mm-hmm. But I purposely didn't factor in the solo albums. Yeah. And uh, I Can't Stop the Rain, it's so cool. Because he says, he says, I can't stop the rain, here it comes again, lightning. And there's like this violin thing that comes <laughs> in and it's so cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's great. Okay. All right. Well, we'll get more into this in a minute. Let's start with our number three. Georgia, why don't you tell us what your number three favorite Kiss song is? You Love Me to Hate You from Hot in the Shade. <laughs> Back to Hot in the Shade. Oh, my gosh. All right. Let me find it here. Right there. There it is. These are deep cuts, too. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, I, I haven't done a lot of things right in my life, but parenting my kids... And turning them on to good music. It's the one good thing. If you had to think of like the only good thing about having me as your dad, what would it be? Well, I mean, you're, you're a good dad, but oh, it'd probably, yeah, music, and then you're the parent that wants to take your kids out to eat and do fun stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah, right. But I like to go to school. Sometimes I'll be talking about a band that nobody's ever heard of, and they're like, what are you even talking about right now? Like, oh, you don't you don't know what Chicago is? And they're like, what? All right, let's put There it is. Very nice. One thing I'm noticing about my list and maybe your list too is I think I picked all Paul songs. Same. I, 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 Peter almost made it, but Paul is all of them. Yeah. He sings all of them. Yeah. Paul's the man. Okay, let me see. My number three. Paul's the man. He is the man. Um, you know what? I'm going to swap two and three around because if I'm honest about it. I'm going to do it differently. Okay. Number three for me is Love Gun. Uh. Yeah. And there's reasons. Uh, first of all, that killer opening riff is so good. <laughs> the drums are so good. The soaring Love Gun chorus is so good. Paul just screaming his brains out because it's so good. And... Um, they have so many songs that are hits that I'm just so sick of hearing at this yeah. point. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean they're bad songs, but like Detroit Rock City is a masterpiece. But we've heard it a million times. Rock and roll all night. Yes. There's so many. Shout it out loud. So many songs like that. Lick it up. But this is one of their bigger hits that I never get sick of. I like this one a lot. All right, we got to hear the chorus of that. All right, um, I think we've established who your favorite member of Kiss is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> who? Uh, why? Uh, I like Paul because he he can sing the best. Obviously, mm-hmm. he has the coolest makeup. Mm-hmm. I think, and there's just something about him that's like so cool. Yeah. You see him and you're like, oh, that guy's definitely the best. Uh-huh. Obviously, and then. But then when you see Gene, you're like, oh, that guy's pretty cool. But, like, why does he need to spit blood? It's cool and stuff, but, like, what the heck? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, we met Paul. Yep. Tell us about it. So I remember we met these people in line. It was at the Tattered Cover Bookstore, right? Mm-hmm. And it was after he published his book. Mm-hmm. And we met these people in line, and we were hanging out with them and stuff. And it was taking forever. Do you remember how long we were in line? Uh, 
It's like two and a half, three yeah. hours, yeah. And so then we get up there and we say hi and stuff and we're talking to him. And then dad's, we brought this picture of me dressed as Paul um, for him, just fan, <laughs> fan presents. Uh-huh. And dad started to walk away and I was, I, I just planted myself <laughs> up there and I was like, dad, what the heck are you doing? Mm-hmm. And he was like, what? And I was like, you forgot to give him a present. Mm-hmm. So dad gave him it. And Paul was like, oh, this is me. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then we walked away and we went to dinner with those friends. And I was still kind of, I was still kind of shaking. It was cool, but I was also kind of nervous. Yeah. Yeah. So he was doing a book signing at the Tattered Cover, which is a really famous old bookstore by our house. And um, my, our, your mom... Farah, my wife, called me that day at work, and this was, I think, in April. Mm-hmm. I think it was April time of year, and said, Paul is doing a signing at the Tower Cover. You've got to take the kids. <laughs> so I raced home from work early, and we got in line, and we, yeah, we were there for two and a half, three hours, standing in, like, one spot, basically, and we got to be friends with the family that was in front of us. There were a lot of other families there, but we were kind of stuck to these people for so long. And um, I wore my Kiss shirt, which you mm-hmm. gave me for Christmas that year. Let's see. This would have been. This would have been six and a half years ago. Oh wow! So you were five or six years old oh, when wow. we did this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, so this is I, again. I just think it's really cool that Kiss has been something that you've been this into. For most of your life. Yeah. I think you probably know, you know the deeper cuts better than I do at this point (laughs) in some of their albums. Um, Okay, let's see. So, what is your favorite kit? Well, I think you already said that. Hot in the Shade is your favorite Kiss album. Yeah, I think think so. Um, What do you think about the newer stuff? Which? Like uh, Psycho Circus... Um, Sonic Boom, Monster. What do you think about that? Those Uh, albums? Sonic Boom is in my list and monster um i some of the songs were good yeah. um like like hell or hallelujah hmm. and yeah it was it was okay okay um i really like sonic boom sonic boom is in my list yeah, yeah that would probably be in my top 5 that was really the album where like i said i saw them on david letterman perform and I loved it. And uh, so I downloaded illegally the album Sonic Boom. And I loved it. And that was when I was like, why do I not, why do I not own every Kiss album? And I was wanted them all on CD because I only collect CDs. And I wanted them all, I wanted to get them all in order. And so I would buy like four at a time. I'd buy the first four, bring them in the car. We'd all jam to them a few times. Then I'd buy the next four. And we'd just keep going. And it went on like that for mm-hmm. about a year. I'm seeing you even have your own kiss playlist on the computer i do have my own kiss playlist you're right we also it's right above it and my itunes is a kids playlist and i'm pretty positive every kiss song is in the playlist in the kids playlist yeah every kiss song is on the kids and on our ipods yeah um i remember the first time that i saw you as a little baby perk up to music I don't know if I've talked about... I, I, I think I've told you this before. So when Georgia was a new baby, you were very colicky. You would cry all the time. And this went on for the first four months or so, four or five months. You were a nightmare. And now you're like an absolute angel. But back then you were a nightmare. And so... <clears throat> uh, Farrah and I would just take turns like handing you back and forth. Okay, you deal with it. And so... I'm bouncing you around, trying to get you to calm down, and you're screaming your head off for hours. And so I do it for an hour, and then I hand you back to mom, and she does it for an hour, and I get a break, and we go back and forth. So this one time, I'm burping, which isn't doesn't make very good podcasting. Ew. I know, sorry. Um, so this one time, I'm sitting at the computer listening to music, trying to bounce you on my knee, and I play some 38 special, and you stop crying. <laughs> And your head perks up 
your little tiny beautiful head on your little tiny beautiful neck. You're probably four months old. And you perk up like, what is this? What's happening? And I wish I could remember the exact song. I know I was listening to 38 Special's Greatest Hits. And uh, you perked right up. And so let that be a lesson to all of you. If you ever want, if you ever a kid who is unmanageable, play them some 38 Special, right? (laughs) Because that worked. Um, okay. I saw that happen to Eddie, too. Really? What do you think it was with Eddie? I don't remember, but I remember we were all in the same room, mm-hmm. and you were listening to music, and me and Graham were dancing, and Eddie's head was on your shoulder, and Eddie's head started bobbing mm-hmm. to the beat, and that was when I laughed so hard that I peed my pants. <laughs> like, for real, like, I peed all the way. Because Eddie was dancing, and he was only, like, four months old, too, and it was so funny. <laughs> This tiny little head. Oh, that's great. That is great. All right, good. Um, okay, let's do our top two. What is your number two favorite Kiss song? Our number two is Say Yeah on Sonic Boom. Heck yes. I love this song too. It probably would have been in my top five if you had to pick bass it first. right here. You'll hear it in a second. The bass is like what you want to hear. It's... Yeah, that's so cool. So cool. It's awesome. I love it. This is the only one where Paul doesn't do that, though. The high-pitched song. You might be right. Although, the background, when they do this, when he does say yeah, yeah, say yeah, there is some of that. It may just not be him. Yes, I love this song. picked a good one on that one good um i just want to i hope all of you listening out there are so jealous that your 12 year old daughter can't count down a top five favorite kiss songs so jealous because mine can and it makes her the best all right i think my number two favorite kiss song is sure know something from dynasty yeah i remember when i was going through my ipod i'd hear this come on and i'm like what even is this? It's supposed to start with like a guitar, like a yeah. like, like a electric guitar. So then one day I started listening to it and I was like, wow, this is really good. It's uh-huh. cool. It is so funky. It's them and their disco period, which everyone likes to dump on band rock bands for getting into disco, like Rod Stewart or Rolling Stones or whatever, especially Kiss. Kiss can never do anything right. They can never make everybody happy. And I just say that they did this kind of disco rock really really well be glad this song's super funky assuming that's really gene playing the bass he's never sounded better that's a great bass lick right all right let's listen to the show. part where um uh, i forget exactly what he said paul but then afterwards all of the other band members started echoing it mm-hmm. oh just the same he mm-hmm. was just the same mm-hmm. and as he holds the note all the other people say it at the same time and it's really cool i love it i love that you even your brain works this way it's so great um <clears throat> what kind of music are you into now um I mean, I'm always a KISS fan, so KISS and rock and roll, I've always been a rock and roller, I uh-huh. guess, girl. And um, some newer stuff is also pretty good. Yeah? Like yeah. what? Um, 
I guess some Post Malone is okay. Uh-huh. Graham, Graham, I can't steal Graham's. He wants Yeah, that. he'll but be talking Post more Malone, about that. Yeah. Um, just more of the newer stuff is also good, but I also, like, the older You go back to this stuff, stuff more often. more of what I listen to. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's all I have on my phone. Really? Yeah, I, I don't, <laughs> I might have, I only think... I think I only have three songs that aren't as old as this, but I have some Billy Joel, Chicago, mm-hmm. and Kiss. Mm-hmm. And then that's basically all. That's true. You're a big Billy Joel fan. What's your favorite Billy Joel song? Well, it was all for Lena, but then um, I turned on Piano Man, and there's this part that he says that's my favorite part. Mm-hmm. I, I memorized it. Okay. And it says, the piano sounds like a carnival, mm-hmm. the microphone smells like a beer. Yeah. The people sit up the at the bar, put bread in my jar, and say, "Man, what are you doing here?" And it's cool to think that he went from playing in a bar yeah. to going to something, being someone so famous. Yeah. And the fact that they're even telling him, "Wow, you're like, what yeah. are you even doing here? What the heck?" That is so great, and that is probably the best part of that song because when he's Pounds it out. Says the piano sounds like a carnival. Yeah. And it really does sound like a carnival at that I know. moment. Um, Billy was here in concert a couple of months ago, but we didn't end up going, did we? Yeah, I uh, wanted to, but I'm glad I went to Kiss instead. Yeah, I think it was. We probably only had the money to do one or the other, and if we were going to go see Billy, he was at the baseball stadium, Coors Field, and we probably would have been like on the other side of the entire mm-hmm. stadium. Um, I don't know. I, we probably should have done it, but we didn't. It's okay. And if you think about it, Kiss, especially Paul, is still hot, but Billy Joel <laughs> lost all his hair and got kind of fat, so <laughs> it, it makes it all the better if you can see the hot guys, so. <laughs> That's so true. That's my chest. girl. That's my girl in her hair, in the hairy chest. <laughs> How many times have you seen uh, the Kiss Scooby-Doo movie? Four. Four? And I remember all of the people were named. There was Delilah, Shandy, uh-huh. um, and then they were talking about Detroit Rock City. Uh-huh. And, um, and he, Peter, they were like, oh, wasn't that about how, like, like, how cool Detroit is or something like that? And they were like, oh, no, that's where we hit our black diamond. And it was kind of like, wait, what is this? So all of their songs are about some mystery. Uh, uh-huh. I mean, it was good, but it kind of, it had Scooby-Doo in it. So it was yeah. okay. Um, I remember when that came out and this was at the height of your, you guys' fandom. In fact, I think at the time, wasn't there a concert that would come on Axis TV sometimes? Yeah. And we'd record it and you'd watch it over and over again. And that Christmas... We'd be at Grandma and Grandpa's house. Now, Farrah's parents are two of the greatest people, but they're very conservative, right? <laughs> yeah. And you'd be, you and Graham would be at their house for Christmas, and all you two would want to do all day is watch old Kiss concerts yeah. on YouTube from like uh-huh. 1978. With shout out to our <laughs> Uncle Chris, who <laughs> let us watch all this on his phone. That's so. true. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Uncle Chris made it all possible, <laughs> and um, so yeah, I could, I would, I think Grandma and Grandpa would come to probably not me so much because they know that I'm the person who's corrupting your young mind this way. But she, they'd go to Mom and say, "What, what are your kids doing watching Kiss concerts all day?" I don't know. That's just what they like to do. But we spent like a whole Christmas all day, you guys just watching Kiss concerts, basically, right? Yep. Yeah, we'd watch the videos over and over again. Who do you like better, Kiss or Queen? Oh, yeah. Me and my friend have been having a debate about that. Place your votes. I know Dad did a poll, but Kiss should win this time after this podcast. (laughs) And so my friend voted Queen, and I wanted Kiss. And Queen, unfortunately, won, but Mm. I was was for Kiss. So, And my friend who likes Green Day voted for Kiss, so... Emily. Good. Okay. Cool. Yeah, the reason I ask that is because I feel like those are two bands that um, each generation, younger generation, kind of 
you know, uh, discovers in their own way and they become brand new and important to them. You watched Bohemian <laughs> Rhapsody recently, didn't you? Yep. Uh, where did you watch it? I watched it on the plane on my way to and from Utah. Yeah. And uh, did you like it? Yeah, it was good. I wish that they make a Kiss movie, but yeah. like other than Scooby-Doo. <laughs> right. Um, Plus, cool. I'm pretty convinced that the voices, they, they marketed that Scooby-Doo movie as like original members of Kiss. This is their voices. I don't think it was really their voices. Yeah, I, I could see Paul and maybe Gene, but... Um, Ace and Peter uh, no. were not. No. no, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Um, okay, well, this has been fun. Yeah. Are there any other anecdotes or stories that you thought of to prepare for this that you, you haven't gotten to? Uh, it's hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. What was that friend? Um, the friend whose name was uh, Andy or something, and he had a podcast called The Blurb. The blurb. The blurb. The the blurb. Um, One of my friends? Yeah. And he said, kiss. <laughs> he, he straight up said, kiss is shit. And I was oh. like. What? I've never. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I've never heard my daughter say a swear word. No. Okay. This I is the first one him, right here. Quoting him. Okay. Mom. If you can hear me. I was quoting a kid. Okay. So, <laughs> wow. You know, mom and grandma and grandpa aren't going to let you listen to Kiss anymore because look what it's done. It's no, corrupted no. you. It was this guy, okay? He said, yeah. he said, this is what Kiss is. And then I wanted to come back and say, no, you are. But um, <laughs> I don't remember who it was, but you're right. One of the comments on the Facebook page, when because I've been doing those polls, I think it was somebody responded on the Queen versus Kiss poll and said... What you just said. I'm not going to repeat it because I don't like to say swear words. I don't either. Don't but apparently you do. You're okay with that. I, I'm, Whatever. I'm saying we what just got saying. home from church even. I'm saying what that guy, I'm quoting him, okay? <laughs> I love it. We have. He's poop. Kisses poop, okay? We, we have your first swear word documented forever. I didn't say swear. It just went out to the whole world. Okay. Now, granted, Listen. you probably, sw- maybe you swear a lot at school. I don't swear the- a lot at school, but if I ever am quoting something, then I uh-huh. have said a swear word. If somebody okay. has ever said a swear word and I need, I'm quoting them, then yes, I've said it. Okay. I've said it, but um, I'm, I've never said a swear word just on my own. Okay. So. <laughs> Good. All right. Um, okay, before we get to our number one picks, and I'm going to pick mine first, and you can pick yours second, because we're going to end it with yours. You're the right. guest, special guest here. Um, I want you to know that I love you. Love you too, Dad. Guys, I hope that anyone out there, I wish for all of you to have children as wonderful as mine, especially <laughs> my dear daughter. Uh, especially I'm the favorite kid, guys. I wouldn't go that far. I don't <laughs> not, I'm, I'm not comfortable saying that. But it is uh, it is a humbling experience when your kid is a hero to you. Mm-hmm. And that's the case here. Aww, My daughter Georgia thanks, is a hero man. to me. You're a you're ten times the person I am. And Aww. I wish that I was as good Even a person. Even if as I you. quote somebody by saying a bad word. It's okay. I love you anyway. All right, number one song for me. Uh, This one is the one that I go back to all the time, and it's because I love the chorus so much, and it's got to choose. And I, um, there are a lot of older Kiss songs that I thought about this. I love Deuce. I love Strutter. Um, But I went with uh, got to choose because the. Ooh, I can't do it very well, but those in the chorus are so excellent. Now, I, having said that, I sort of hate Hotter Than Hell. Mm. Um, there are great songs on that album, but it is produced so poorly that I can't deal with it. So I'm going to go with the Alive One version Wait, I've got to choose. Hot, hotter Than Hell, the one where there's, um, there's pe- partners in crime on it? We pull it up right. Oh here. no, that was killers. But yeah. oh yeah, <laughs> I, once again, do your twelve-year-old daughters know um, Kiss B-side and Obscurity collective <laughs> collections like Killers? They probably don't, but my kid does. Uh, anyway, yeah, no, Hotter Than Hell. That's their second album. 
got going blind on it and um, it uh, it just has this really muddy production and I hate it. So I'm going to play the Alive version. I've got to choose. And the main reason is because I love these opening guitar riffs. So good. Ace it is best. And uh, yes. Now there is you probably know this. There is has always been speculation as to whether this album is really live. Because apparently they recorded it and then they all went back into a studio and re-recorded all of their parts perfectly and then kind of edited in the crowd noise. Um, depending on how where you stand on that, you might have to But I uh, I really love the group part of the in Portis here, so just that's my favorite. I would listen to it without the That's my number one Kiss song. Um, we didn't talk that much about, <clears throat> before we get to your number one, the big reveal. Yeah. You touched on it earlier. You, uh, We dressed up as as Kiss for Halloween a few years ago, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, what, uh, now, this was an idea, I think, maybe it was my idea, I don't remember, but me and m- mom ordered you and Graham um, Kiss costumes from Amazon. You went as... I went as Paul. Of course. <laughs> and it was a picture of you as Paul that you gave to him mm-hmm. and when you met him. And I think we're going to try and attach that picture to this episode so that um, that's the visual. You're going to see Georgia at like five years old, six years old yeah. as Paul for Halloween. Graham was, uh, Graham was Jean. Um, Eddie was a brand new baby. He was... Four months old and or something like that. And we just painted cat whiskers on him. Exactly. That made the most sense. Because he was too little to get into a costume. So we just painted pet whiskers on him. So that made me Ace. Mm-hmm. So I've got a black wig and uh, went as Ace. That was probably our most memorable Halloween, wouldn't Definitely, you say? Definitely, yeah. yeah. What kind of comments did you get from people when you would trick-or-treat at their houses? Uh... <laughs> I don't exactly remember, but I remember people, I'd go up there and they were like, oh... Isn't that isn't that that like hard rock kiss band? And I was like, oh yeah, and and they'd be really surprised. Uh-huh. And next year I'm going as B- David Bowie, so you are. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We talked as Ziggy Stardust with the red yeah. hair and everything. And my friend is gonna go as Bob Ross, so we're gonna be the two weirdos. <laughs> that's great. Ah, uh, perfect. Okay. Well, I love you, honey. Okay. Um, tell us what your number one song is. Right. You guys aren't going to believe this. My number one song, don't laugh at me, okay, <laughs> is You Make Me Rock Hard on Smashes, Thrashes, and Hits. And as long as you don't think about how the next line is all night and it's on the same <laughs> album as Let's Put the X in Sex, then it's a good song. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Metaphor let's listen. behind that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So great. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Oh, thanks, Dad. I'm yeah. so proud of you. Thank you, honey. Um, what do you like so much about this song? Well, I don't know. It's really cool. I, it's on one of our iPods, but not the other. So whenever on a road trip and look it up, I can remember the name. But I was like, why is the song here? I remember listening to it and thinking it's so cool. And then I found it and I was like, yeah. yeah. Yep. Right here. So yeah. good. 
so good. That's so funny that that's your favorite song. I remember buying um, this these songs off iTunes because I wanted to complete my collection and buying Let's Put the X in Sex Ooh. and thinking, oh man, I, I got to somehow never let Georgia know that this song exists because she's just not ready for it. But 12-year-old Georgia, I guess, can handle it. Uh, 12-year-old Georgia can vaguely, vaguely a little bit handle it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it. We did it. Yep. Yeah. No editing. I can't no. think of anything that needs to be cut out. Hopefully, no. it worked. Hopefully, you guys can hear the songs a little bit. We talked over them a little. That, I think, felt right. You didn't scratch your balls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, do you want to explain that comment? <laughs> well, before I was like, Dad, when we do this, you can't, you can't do that, okay? And he was like, Okay, you can mention that if you want. And I was like, Oh. Well, yeah, I thought it was really funny. And out of nowhere, we're drinking water, we're getting ready, we're clearing our throats. <clears throat> and Georgia goes, Dad, are you going to be scratching your balls? I, because I didn't even realize that I did it. But I guess like most men, I readjust or whatever. And it kind of threw me for a loop. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to or not. But if you feel like calling me out on it, you, you can. And sure enough, you did. Thank you. So uh, there's a little gift for you, listeners. Anyway. All right. Well, that's it. We're just going to sign off. Um, maybe we'll do by the way I was going to tell all of you my boys Graham and Eddie they want to do this too Um, Graham is not as in love with Kiss anymore so we're probably going to count down other songs that they grew up on like the ones we've been talking about that they still like now and um, we'll see how that goes we may try that next weekend All right. okay tell everyone goodbye bye hustlers (laughs) bye everybody Now I just have to figure out how to turn this off.